0: Hi everyone, you're listening to Humanize Your Workplace with Alyssa Carpenter, where we chat about all things, well, human. On each of these Bite sized episodes, I'll give you something new to try to become more self-aware, help you build better work relationships, or just try to get you through a sticky work situation. It all starts with an open mind and a conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Humanize Your Workplace. I cannot believe it. My book <laughs> launched yesterday. I am just seriously flooded with emotions. I don't even know how I'm truly feeling right now. It's it's crazy. I um I wanted to take this week just to go a little bit behind the scenes um, about the book itself, what happened, you know, in terms of making it happen. I've gotten so many questions from people who want to write a book. What does that look like? What should they do? So I just wanted to take, and it won't be a long episode, but I just wanted to take some time to walk people and walk you through really the process of the behind the scenes. It was so crazy, though, to get this box. um, in my contract is just like a box of books that I I got. And it was just to pick it up and hold the book in my hand. It was just so it was just so strange to see my name that I created it and go through the pages. I I don't even know. I like chills. I don't know how to explain all the emotions that go through really went through my mind as I am looking through this book and all of this kind of effort and time and just all of these, you know, thoughts um, that went through it. But I want to kind of walk you backwards a little bit. So I, if you would have told me, uh, you know, high school, even college, that I would be writing a book or I would write a book, I would have laughed so hard. During grade school, I didn't love English or reading or even writing the short essays. It really wasn't my, thing. And I didn't know if I would write a book, what that would even possibly look like. So I'm just so kind of amazed at everything that, you know, has turned around. But after, you know, going through grad school and and working professionally for a while, it, I wanted to be able to share my, not only my experience with the world, with communication and inclusivity, but bring other people's stories and experiences with it too. And as a, a trainer and a speaker, I am always in front of a lot of people. And although I very much hope that people get value out of what I'm saying, I mean, there's so much value of people in the room and being able to create a space where people feel comfortable and safe to share their stories. You can learn so much from other people. If we give them the opportunity to share, whether that is in your organization and team meetings, through employee resource groups, or large industry events and networking, we can learn so much from each other. There's just such a vast level of experience and knowledge that we don't often share that I think is missing. And I try to create those learning moments or those light bulb moments, not just with myself and the group that I'm working with, but among each other. So they can also continue the conversation, be inspired, and be able to move forward. So that was really important to me in this book. Um, There are a lot of people that helped really to make this possible. And I'm really hoping I didn't forget anybody in the acknowledgments. Being the inclusive person as I am, I was up so late at night making sure, you know, did I thoroughly thank, you know, everybody that has really helped me along the way? Um, Did I bucket them in the right categories? And it was so important to me to acknowledge them. But as I, you know, back up and going through this process. So there are different ways to publish a book and this is not something that I knew before going through this or really identifying what I wanted to go in which direction that I wanted to go in and I'm sure there's many more ways. But there is self-publishing, then there's traditional publishing and there's something in between called hybrid publishing. Again, by no means am I an expert in this process at all. I am just sharing my story and my experience and why I chose what I chose. Um, I went back and forth to decide if self-publishing was a direction that I wanted to go in. With self-publishing, that you have the creative freedom to write in the text what you want. You own that text. It is yours. You can Price it, distribute it, do you know, whatever you choose to do with that text. So there's a lot of creative freedom in self-publishing. There's also a lot of legwork um, in terms of your cover design, your editor. All of those things are on you as a self-publisher. And then there's traditional publishing, and it depends what type of house, what type of publishing house you go in, to what flexibility, what freedom you have, what rights you have um, to be a published author. And pretty typically as a first-time author, I found out that it's more difficult than I realized to get a publishing contract with a traditional publishing house. And then there's, and I'll explain that, and um, that's what I wound up with, and I'll explain that. In a moment. And there's hybrid publishing, which is something in between. And I'm not super familiar with that, but I know a lot of people who have done it, where it's essentially meeting in the middle. So there's some financial backing from you, financial backing from the publisher, the hybrid publisher, and you work together um, to create this text. So I went with traditional publishing because that was something that was very important to me in terms of just credibility and access. I really wanted partnership. I'm writing a book, I really wanted to have ownership of the text, the content inside it, but being able to work with a traditional publisher who had that experience, what is marketable, what will sell, what are the titles, what are things people are looking for, was really important to me because I not only wanted to provide a resource, I wanted it to be something that people wanted to read in a way um, that made the most sense um, to put it out there. So there is a book um, It's all about literary agents and writing a book proposal that I will link in the show notes. It was fabulous. It is a large book. Um, The first half of the book is how to write a book proposal, and the second half is essentially a yellow pages of literary agents. So for the most part, especially as a first-time author, you can't just take your text and then pitch to a publishing house and ask to be picked up. It doesn't typically work like that. Now, with my book, um, being that it is real, it's a business book, um, oftentimes you do not need to have the entire book complete before... Being picked up or working through the process. So for me, I worked through this, this book that was just extremely helpful. Again, I'll link it in the comments, where I wrote a very extensive book proposal to get picked up by a literary agent. So the goal of this book proposal is to show that you can sell, you can market the book, you're credible, you have the knowledge, you have the experience to be able to do it. Why you? Why this book? Why now? And then a few sample chapters. So the book proposal for me was about 30 pages long. It was very extensive. It had three sample chapters that were going to be in the text, a table of contents, and all of that information inside of it. Within the book um, that I I purchased, it was so helpful to look at literary agents, but specifically who I would be pitching to, because I didn't want to just pitch to random literary agents. What happens is you get your book proposal, you pitch to an agent, hopefully get picked up by an agent. That agent then pitches To publishing houses to then get picked up. So I wanted to be very strategic about choosing a literary agent or pitching to a literary agent that matched my my aesthetic in terms of what my book was going to be about. They would have worked with people similar to me, have published books similar to it. So it wouldn't have made sense for me just to arbitrarily pitch to literary agents. So I methodically went through the book, um, did a lot of research in terms of their past books, if they made sense. And I sent my query letter, which is essentially part of an email that you send to these individuals, with my book proposal to two agents, had conversations with two, um, got picked up and chose um, I love my literary agent. I think he's incredible and have been very, very pleased you know, with working with him as, as a true partnership. But that's kind of the first step, that first level getting to be picked up. So spending as much time as you can really working on that book proposal and thinking through what is your book going to be about? It's okay not to have every single idea that's going to be in the text, but you need to be able to prove that you can sell the book, that it's something that people want. It's different. It's unique. And why you? why are you the one? that should be writing that book. So being able to write that book proposal, then getting picked up, and then working with him to think, which publishers would this make the most sense? And then it kind of streamlined from there of sending out who's going to pick it up and then negotiating contracts and so forth. So it is truly, truly a learning experience. Please feel free to you know reach out if you have questions about any of that or any of the process. But once getting picked up by a literary agent, it was so helpful to have somebody in my corner um, to negotiate and work with me through identifying the right channels, the right publisher. I very much enjoyed working with career press, which is my My publishing house now, they've been a partner, a partnership throughout this whole process. And that's been really wonderful. Um, And maybe if you're writing a book, you're thinking self-publishing or maybe in between, maybe hybrid publishing is right for you. I don't believe there's a right or wrong answer. It just depends, you know, what you're looking for and what's, you know, happening um, in your life or what you're wanting to get out of the experience. But it's been truly a whirlwind and especially everything going on with the pandemic. And I'm hoping that this will happen at some point. I took a picture a few years ago at this point, I was in Barnes & Noble with my daughter in the business section. And I took a picture and I'm like, I, I, my book is going to be here one day. And it was this just moment of, I, I'm going to make this happen. My book is going to be in Barnes & Noble. And I took a picture of the books in the section at the time and I want to be able to hopefully have those moments, um, being able to go to the bookstore and actually physically seeing when the bookstores open my book there as it will be sold physically in Barnes and Noble as well. Um, that to me was just a strange goal, a strange thing to like be able to put the picture up. But it it was just a powerful moment that I had just standing there of this is what I want, you know, this is what I want. And I'm I'm gonna try my hardest um to really make this happen. The book writing process itself, I did not have very long. I had about six months to write the book. Um, so, but I had the the information already. I knew the outline. I knew what I wanted to write. It was a matter of getting it out of my head. And whenever anybody asks about the writing process, I thought it was going to be like Love Actually, where he goes to um, his lake house, he's writing his book, and he's having it seems like the time of his life writing this book. And it was not like that at all um, for me in the fact that I was also giving a TEDx talk and preparing for the TEDx talk at the same exact time. Um, So (laughs) it was a multitask and do both of those and I client work and I have two kids. It was just about finding those moments where I could be creative. For me, I'm not great at saying between nine and 10, I have to sit down and write, write a book or write, you know, this amount of words. I try to set aside a goal of a thousand words a day, but it was when I'm feeling creative, I need to take that minute and go up to my office and write or go outside or do, you know, what I need to do to be creative. But I could not schedule a specific time to get that out of my head. I also did a lot of post-its. So my book is 16 chapters, they're standalone chapters. So one is about toxic colleagues, another how to write emails, another about holding meetings. So there is a connection and a synergy between them in terms of communication and inclusivity at work, but you don't have to read them necessarily in order. So what I did is put kind of post-its and figured out what I was interested in writing about that day and developed an outline through there. So I could choose not only how I wanted to be creative, but what I wanted to be creative about. And it was so much easier that way. And somebody told me before, and it didn't really sink in until I was doing this, is I was editing my work as I was going through. So I was writing paragraphs and paragraphs, but then I was going back and then editing it. And the key is just to get it out and then go back, you know, and edit. Get everything that's out of your head and dump it on the piece of paper and then write it from there and you know once somebody really brought that to my attention i realized that i was spending a lot of time editing the content i had and not as much time of getting it out of my head so the writing process to me was very different than i anticipated it being i thought it was going to just be this beautiful thing you know i'm going to have all these creative moments and just be on a lake by myself like i don't even have a lake house so it was just the obscure thought that <laughs> i had um but I did want to share that kind of behind the scenes you know, process and working with the publisher to develop, they have an artist um, who works with them in-house and developing the, it's so different. You have the front cover, you have the back cover, you have the binding, which you don't realize has to be structured in a certain way. So if you go to Barnes & Noble and you see it and you look at it and realize, okay, that's, you know, I'm gravitating towards that picture or that font, I went in Barnes and Noble and took pictures of books that I really liked the font, the color, the style of and sent it to them just to have this idea of what I was really looking for for in the text and then the editing process and then them going through it and sending back of what needed to be changed and if you self-publish these are all things that you do on your own but even the layout of the words and I know this sounds silly it never even occurred to me what the font is what the font size is going to be what's going to be on the left or what's going to be on the right um in the text there's a whole chapter about even setting up your your physical space so if you are hosting a meeting, or having a conversation with someone, how moving your chair can make a difference to how you have a conversation, how the different setups for training rooms, and where chairs can be, and how people can interact with each other can make a difference. So I have visuals in that chapter as well. So figuring out how they how they need to be laid out. It's all of those things and there's an index in the end for them, you know, to go through and figure out which words or keywords are important. So, there's so much that goes into writing a book that is above and beyond me writing the text that I'm just so amazed by. And however you write a book, I I think I just I feel like kudos go to everybody <laughs> who's ever written a book. The amount of time and energy and resources that go into it is just incredible. I am amazed by people who have so far written several books. I think they're just incredible humans. Um, but I did want to just share that process from kind of beginning and figuring out how I wanted to publish, which is something to consider. You know, do you want to self-publish? And I believe Amazon has Create Space, which makes it even easier, and they will print and produce the amount of copies that are selling. So there's even other ways to do that as well. If you wanted to look at Amazon's Um, functionality. But it's self-publishing, hybrid publishing, and traditional publishing. I'll link the book that I used. I thought it was just super helpful in terms of identifying and creating your book proposal and then figuring out which agents and being really strategic about it, if that's the direction you want to go, giving them, writing a query letter Sending your book proposal to the agent, hopefully getting picked up, and then choosing your publisher and working with them through your contracts, and then what that book writing process is. And then you're done all the book and all that stuff happens, and then thinking about how to market it, right? And what is that going to look like, and how to be more strategic about marketing your book. But please, please, please reach out with any questions. I know a ton of information, short period of time. I'm trying to again just get it out because I've gotten so many wonderful questions from you about that process, why I chose this direction, what that looked like for me. If you're interested in future episodes, specifically about book writing or getting picked up by a publisher, or how did you really choose um which publishing house you wanted to work with? Please just, you know, let me know and I can do future episodes. But I just wanted to share that a little bit because there is a bait to me. As my podcast is about humanizing your workplace, there's so many elements to this um, that I really even created a chart, essentially an organizational chart of who would I ask questions of for editorial, for publicity, for graphics, for contracts. I needed to keep track of that and have people communicate with each other and CC specific people within each other because different companies can be decentralized and it's different partners that are not partnering with each other usually, but are partnering because it's your book on different projects. So there was a lot of communication um, that took place that I, I tried to keep track of as well. So please let me know if I can be of help in any way, any resources I can refer you to, Thank you again um, for listening and for all of your love and support. It truly means the world to me. I'm just, I'm beyond, beyond grateful for, for everything. So I look forward to hearing from you. If you have a book come out, I'd love to help, you know, share it with the world if, if you have something that's available to the public. So please let me know. Stay safe, stay healthy. And until next time. Thanks again for listening. But did you know that you can leave me a voice message to answer any questions on an upcoming episode? Just go into the show notes and the link will be there at the bottom for you to send me that message. Have a great day.